was a reluctant mother. Martha. I was constantly made to feel like I have to prove I love him, justify it. I find myself defending my decisions, hear myself getting angry, and I don't want to be like that. I love being a step-parent, but even society always puts us in the role of other, or not in a good way. Not just fairy stories with the wicked stepmother, but on TV, in films, it's the cruel stepmother, the shady stepfather, the potential enemy, potential abuser, because they aren't a blood relation. You say this is the end of the line. Didn't you know you've only got so much time? Mia. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to march right in there and demand they take me seriously. After 10 years of asking and begging for all this shit to stop, I'm gonna make them do it. Take it all out. Take my uterus, my cervix, my ovaries and fallopian tubes out. Yep, the full Monty, a hist of fucking rectomy. You fear I've missed my chance. It's not for you to take a stance. Chelsea, non-negotiable three. Order. Be somewhat organised. I don't want to walk into chaos. 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 Who isn't at least a little bit chaotic? Do you want kids? It's only a first date. And can we tell the difference between the good tequila and the cheap shit? He buys both so we can taste test. Salt, shot, lemon. Salt, shot, lemon. I'm like, first one Spenny Henny, second one cheap shite. Barmaid's like, correct. There and then she confirms my inner connoisseur. I am a superior Essex girl. I have succeeded my youth of cherry lambrini on park benches, vodka in working man clubs. I can tell these tequilas apart and that makes me classy as fuck. Even if we are in Boom Battle Bar Lakeside Shopping Centre. Simone. Look, doctor, I know you mean well. I do, I promise. But let me ask you this. How much time did you spend studying my condition? A week? A month? A whole medical school term? Whatever it was, I've lived with this since I was 10 years old. I'm sure you are a very good doctor, but please understand, I really do know more about my condition than you do. Kelly. What about if I got pregnant? Fuck, I need a drink. If I got pregnant, she'd be jealous. She would, she'd hate it. 
and so would I. Is that what's kept us together? Best friends just because we meet up for a random session to see where the night will take us? Are we friends just because we can be? Because it requires so little effort. Would it shame my family? And would you place your shame on me? Rosie. But I'd be happier if we taught you skills that meant something as opposed to forcing you to study maths until the age of 18. When you're here in class, at least I can try and help you. But I worry that by the time you're 18, all you'll remember is what you learn at home. And if what you learn is good, then great. But if today taught me anything, it's probably that what you'll remember will force you down a path you won't be able to find your way back from. Now I write the book, I get to choose, and it's not up to you. It's never up to you. friends I meet tonight. They were my friends when it happened. <laughs> they don't know. The friends I've made since it happened, they don't know. The boyfriends I've had since, they never knew. The husband I love dearly feel completely connected to. Trust with all my heart. He doesn't know. Me choosing to tell no one was my choice when I felt nothing else was. Juliana. Back home, we've got magazines that are basically white female propaganda. Articles about hair salons, church, family, motherhood. Adverts that show happy families, proud parents. Not a single person of colour in sight. It's like Stepford Wives meets Fight Club. The first rule of Stepford Wives Club is you do not talk about any other choice than wife and mother. The second rule of Stepford Wives Club is that any disobedience will be met with savage trolling from people who think they have the right to criticize you. I'm not married, I don't believe in God, and I don't read glossy magazines that perpetuate a bullshit myth about what sort of woman I should be. So I've got a massive target on my profile pic, which might as well say, direct your shame here. Ellie. I'd look around at the contents of my friends' lunchboxes in comparison to mine. Kelly Martin, like if somehow you're listening to this, your lunchboxes were the top trumped bollocks, unrivaled scran. That lunchbox branded everything. Rich, if you ask me. No, Tesco value, Asda, Smart Price, Morrison's Savers, Crisp Packets, no. She had a pink glittery crisp pot shaped like a Pringle. Do you remember them? Mm-hmm. Dairyly lunchable packs where you could stack and stack and stack these little cheese and ham crackers so high. Pepperami sticks, like you were a dog chewing on a meaty twig. Cheese strings. Cheese? Cheese? On a string? Fruit tubes? Fruit tubes, for God's sake! Oh, and how I would have killed for one of those fancy water bottles with diluted squash, not just an old plastic bottle with label peeled off. Didn't you know that I'm the one with the time? It's not the end of the... Roz. I guess that's what first loaded the emotional gun I fired off later. 
I know people assume I'm a selfish, ambitious, career-driven bitch because I never give anyone the chance to even finish stabbing me with that why don't you want children shite. I'm going to enjoy calling them out for it every time and watching them squirm with guilt when I say, what the actual fuck? You don't have the right to ask me or anyone that very personal fucking question. Thing is... That question assumes every woman can. Helena. Then this woman came up to me afterwards and said, I really hope this lands well, but I've got two amazing children and I love them deeply, but the anxiety of bringing them up has been overwhelming. But if I had my life again, I would choose Freedom. This is the end of the line. Didn't you know you've only got so much time? Carly. I do. I live my life very much in the public eye. Fame is hard, but I'll never ask for sympathy there because the rewards are plenty. I'm famous and the world knows a lot about me. But it's mostly an edited version of me. A pre-prepared, prepped and ready, stylized me. What he knows? That's me. Raw. And heartbroken and regretting that I let someone treat me that way. That it ended with me having to do something I never thought I'd have to do. Series 3 was written by Kim Fleet, Emma Pitt, Hannah Wales, Michelle Payne, Mark Haywood, Helen Cattle, Dee Chilton, Anna Bernard and Aoife Smythe. The series was directed by Mark Haywood and Rachel Walsh. The episodes were recorded at The Sound Company in London and Factory Studios in Bristol and edited by Mitchell Harris. Casting by Sydney Aldridge. Music by Daisy Chute and Kerry ann from The Herd Collective. The End of the Line is an Ink Jockey production. But this is nothing.